podcast. This is a podcast designed to be a resource to pastors and ministry leaders alike as they build out engaging ministries with their men. We do this because every man deserves an opportunity to become an authentic, biblically-based man of God. Act Like Men podcast is sponsored like by Men's Ministry Catalyst, a ministry now in its 42nd year designed to help churches, church leadership, Build an engaging ministry with their men. Good day, everyone. My name is Wendell Morton. I'm the executive director of Men's Ministry Catalyst. It's great to have you here today, for you are the reason we exist. I have a tremendous guest with us today. Uh, he was here for the last of the previous episode. Um, and I would encourage you, if you've not listened to the, the, the uh, episode entitled Break the Cycle of Porn, but you take a minute and go back and uh, listen to it. Some great practical steps on how to get free as an individual from the grip of pornography. Now, today we want to talk about uh, the healing church. Sam Black is passionate about helping Christians live free from pornography because he knows you keep what you give away. And walking his own grace-filled journey to freedom with the support of allies Sam now serves as the Education Director for Covenant Eyes. He's the author of The Healing Church, which we're going to talk about today, what the church gets wrong about pornography and how to fix it. He joined Covenant Eyes in 2007 after 18 years as a journalist. He's edited 16 books on the impact of pornography, speaks at events for parents, men, Christian leaders. Been married for 26 years, the father of two adult children. Sam, great to have you back for this episode. Thanks for taking time to, to join us. Thank you, Wendell. Thank you for having me back. So in a previous episode, and again, if you haven't listened to it, Sam goes into some pretty good detail on how to break the cycle of porn. In this one, we want to talk about the healing church, how to create a, a, an environment within your church that it becomes a the healing organization that God has intended it to be and specifically in the area of pornography. Sam, I'll let you just start off with um, why did you create the book? What What's the, the hope as the outcome? Um, and then we'll talk about how to get it at, at a little bit later time. Thank you, Wendell. You know, I, I wrote the book because I saw such a, uh, a struggle for many pastors and churches and ministry leaders to address pornography well. On the other side, I've been working with a, a number of organizations and counsel, Christian counselors who were leading people to freedom, and they were finding real and lasting. Mm. There seemed to be this problem between those. And I, I also got this ongoing uh, conversation from from men and women who said, you know, I found freedom from pornography and I feel so good about it. I want to give it to others. Mm, yeah. But the one problem was I, I don't feel I can serve well in my church or two. Wow. the biggest one that came first is the saying, you know, my church didn't help me very much. And wow. that's, that's 
uh, hard. That's hard as a, a fellow believer to, yep. Yep. Uh, to know that so many men and women say, hey, I've, I struggled and I found freedom, but I had to really go outside my church outside. to find that freedom. I think that's um, very common, as you described. Don't we tend to spiritualize it in the church and uh, make it a, really a spiritual issue? Uh, and there's got to be more to it than that, right? Yeah. You know, often we see at a, a men's event or something like that, we might have a celebrity speaker come in or a sports figure come in, and they talk yep. about how yep. pornography is is wrong, and we shouldn't do that. Yep. God's not yep. for that. Yep. Stop yep. that. In fact, Absolutely. if you just a little more spiritual, you'd be able to take Jesus with the computer with you or to your, your phone with you. And yep. what you need to do is just read your Bible some more and pray Amen. more. And it'll be <laughs> And the truth of that is what? Well, the truth of that is we do need scripture. We Absolutely. do need 100%. It's not that that is wrong. It's just incomplete. And so uh, as as individuals who struggle like I did with pornography, it is a a mind, body and spirit issue. And God designed all of that. Right. That's right. In my body, pornography created neural pathways that made me crave pornography. That's just part of his design. It's not that. You see, God designed sex, but pornography is not sex. It's a hijacking of what God well, that's so true. And because of that neurology, now my mind thinks differently yep. when I look at others uh, yep. when I the pornography. And so that that uh my mind has been tainted, and that in turn taints my spirit because they're all wrapped up together. They're not separate. Yep. And so we yep. must have pornography in my mind, body, and spirit is also pollution. Yep. No, you know, I, I freedom from pornography in the church looks a lot like authentic discipleship, and I'll, I'm going to emphasize oh. the word authentic there. Yep, yep. And what I want to encourage pastors and church leaders to know that if you can deal with pornography well, you can deal with many more problems well in the church and have a healthier church body. Mm-hmm. Amen. But we. In the church, we often like to look really good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we we hide. I would hide how things were going on the inside. Yeah, yeah. How, and so I I wanted to to I serve God. I wanted you know I had spent years as an agnostic, and my wife invited me to come back you know, invited me to a church that she was attending and I totally humored her, totally humored her. But when I went to that church, I met some people that had been through, uh, that were former alcoholics and, 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 and involved in, in drug addicts. And they had gone through a process of change. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I had gone with my wife to a, uh, uh, a marriage class. And the the teachers, they would close the door and they would turn around and look at the class and say, listen, this is a safe place. What's said here stays here. And and that was the first understanding of of safety. Yeah. 
And though we weren't talking about a topic as hard as pornography, at the right. time, that's the atmosphere where I learned, oh, I, God didn't make me this way. Evolution didn't make me this way. And I don't have to stay this way. I can learn to be free. And that's what we want. We want to create safe places with safe processes in the church to help people take a journey toward freedom. Because often we want uh, it to be fixed with a whether we have a celebrity speaker come in and if we just give enough warnings then it'll all go away and it doesn't get fixed within that short time frame now listen god can do anything and he that's true yeah he does most often he calls on men and women to take a journey yeah we often call that journey sanctification yeah 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 we uh have a marriage class uh, nobody in the nobody in church goes, you know, uh, as a man, I'm supposed to lay down my life for my wife and I'm going to do that forever. I'm never going to have another crossword for her. I'm going to serve her and love her as Christ loved the church. It's right there in the Bible so I can do it. Amen. That's right. We teach and train and disciple right. those men and women to have a healthy Christ-centered marriage. Right? Right. Yep. So we treat, we train them, we teach them. And I think that's a, you know, it's very important that we do this because, and, 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 and for a pastor, he might go, you know, Sam, I just don't under, I, I've never understood pornography in the first place. What's the draw of that? Like, I think it's disgusting. Why would somebody ever go to pornography? There's a number of pastors who probably feel that way. Like, yeah, I'm sure there are. Yeah. I don't understand how anybody could get stuck. Yep. So that's one of the other reasons I wrote the Healing Church is to help provide pastors an empathetic primer to help yeah. them understand how people uh, get stuck in the first place. Yep. Yep. How they often stay stuck, even within the church. Yep. yep. But also how to help create an atmosphere of safe places and safe processes in the church so people can find freedom. I like that. Um, a safe church is really a, an important factor for all kinds of discipling opportunities, growth opportunities. Uh, but uh, our topic is pornography, and um, it needs to also not be taboo to have a conversation, open, honest dialogue about what's going on. And I think that's part of, you tell me, but I think that would be part of what helps create a safe church is you're not afraid to talk about the real issues that the men and women face as they're trying to struggle and work through their, the, 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 what the grace really means to me while I continue to mess up time and time again, even though I don't want to. I mean, Paul talked about that in scripture, right? So the, the safe place to be able to keep coming back to to find the grace and the mercy you need to keep stepping forward to freedom, absolutely to freedom. That's right. And, and, and one of the important things I think pastors also need to understand is that when people are in bondage to these things, yep. they often, it pulls them away from themselves spiritually, right? That makes yep. sense. Yep. Yep. We Absolutely. intuitively know that yep. sin doesn't pull Christ away from me. I pull away from mm. Christ, right? That's right. That's exactly and, right. Uh, but in studies that has been shown over and over again, that as people engage pornography, 
they have greater doubt about mm. Christ. They have yeah. doubt about uh, that the Bible is true. Um, and so, it, in, in fact, there was a, a study by a sociologist from the University of Oklahoma, Dr. Samuel Perry, and he found that the more frequently someone used pornography, the more likely over the next six years that they would teach a Sunday school class or mm. serve somehow in the church. Yep. And so we have to we have to recognize that pornography is truly weakening the church itself. Now, separately, we often like to think that, hey, those who are serving well, who are attending my Bible study, mm. are they're safe. I don't have to worry yep. about them. They're good to go. Yep. But one problem we find uh, with pornography use is that there is often this flipping of a coin. And on one side of the coin is perfectionism. I will yep. you know, try harder, work harder, do better, uh, love more, give more, be more faithful, uh, volunteer more. And when they immediately after, after a time that they can no longer uphold that perfectionism, they go back to their self-soothing behaviors with pornography and the coin gets flipped. Mm. They go depression and great uh, shame and despair. And so they may uh, even act out even further or go shopping yep, 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 or, or yep, use alcohol yep. or things just to kind of cope that those yep. feelings of, of despair and shame. Yep. And shame. Yep. And so what we need to do is create an, uh, a means for people not to say, hey, I'm here I am, I'm coming with my sin, and not to shame them, but to say, thank you for coming. We want to create, we have a we have a place for you where we you are welcomed and loved just as you are, just as Jesus loves. He doesn't yeah. wait for us to get better before he no, has no, 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 no. So <laughs> as we create a safe environment for people to come for, we're telling them. We love you just as you are. That's right. But we love you too much to leave you. To leave you where you are. That's right. That's exactly right. That's good. No, that's perfect. I, I like that. I, I pray, Sam, that not just your book, but the influence um, that we're trying to create uh, in our churches where where it's a safe place to grow. It's a safe place to confess. And yet there are they're not just safe. But um, as you said, we love you too much to leave you there. It's one thing to confess it. It's another thing to, to walk away and to keep getting victory as you're working through the journey. And part of that uh, safety is accountability and, and being able to, to hold one another lovingly accountable so that uh, we don't continue to, to trip up and, and then begin to withdraw, which you you use some great statistics to, to indicate that. And, and Wendell, I, and as I wrote this book, I interviewed more than 70 people, uh, wow. pastors, church leaders, individuals yep. who've gone through their yep. own journey. Uh, yep. I visited churches who are doing it well and creating life change in people's lives. And wow. so the whole idea is not to just say, hey, this, you're doing it wrong. It's to also point to solutions and point right. Absolutely. Yep. And, and examples of churches who are doing it well. I, I'm sure if I were pastor of a local church and I was listening today, I'd be thinking, wow, 
that's something we really need to do. I know the statistics are high on, on men specifically dealing with pornography, but women deal with it as well. And um, it's it's an area that can can trip them up, not only personally, but but it'll trip us up as a church and, and limit our effectiveness as God has called us to, to reach our sphere of influence. And uh, we certainly don't want to do that. We want to be able to step into this, find a place of hope and healing, continue to progress and help lead your men and women to victory as they uh, as they desire as well as as a local church. And then when we can do that, we can actually fulfill the Great Commission, which is to go into the world, which is the world that's in front of me and share the gospel because I'm living in victory and I feel confident that you can as well, whatever the issues are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is a great opportunity. So where do they find your book? And I'll include this in the show notes. How do they get a hold well, of you? Can, you can get the book at uh, the place where you normally buy your books. Uh, okay. Where that you're at. You can also visit thehealingchurch.com. Okay. Other kinds of resources on that website, I assume? Yes, Wendell. There's a number of resources that Covenize is providing. Among them is a, a new workbook called Life Change. Oh, Biblical oh awesome. And it walks them through a 12-week study with a video that helps them understand uh, to take their first steps in a journey with others toward freedom. That's great. That's awesome. There are resources that we're providing as well. That's awesome. And friends in this work. We'll include include all of that in our show notes. We'll make um, um, Covenant Eyes available. In the previous session, you talked about a victory app and samsonsociety.com. We'll include all of that in this one as well to make sure people have uh, the resources necessary. Sam, I really appreciate you being here. Thanks for um, sharing your own life journey. And uh, that in itself is an encouragement to anyone struggling with pornography, any church that really desires to step into this, which I hope they all do, desires to step into this and help uh, help their men and women come to uh, to freedom, freedom in Christ. You, you've been a blessing, Sam. Thank you. Thank you, Wendell. You've been a blessing this morning. I, I hope this um, this podcast serves many. Amen. Amen. And we'll, we'll continue to pray that God will just continue to release it. Uh, it, it can um, certainly, it's a, it's a glaring need for, for anybody uh, struggling with pornography to, to overcome so that you find that victory you need. And the church can do that as well. And uh, churches that are a safe place really do make a difference, not only in the lives of their people, but in their community and, uh, and beyond. So I appreciate that. Just a reminder that our episodes are launched on the first and third Thursdays of every month. If you've not yet subscribed, please do so wherever you consume your podcast or go to our website, mensministrycatalyst.org and do the same there. Thank you again for joining us today. You are the reason we exist. We do all of this for pastors and leaders of men because every man deserves an opportunity to become an authentic, biblically based man of God. <laughs>